0: Today, we're talking about strategies towards reading your Bible. After asking our leaders to pick a few topics that they'd like some help leading others in, they said Bible reading is a struggle for sure. So that's the topic we're jumping into today. Let's do it. Today, we've got my friend and boss, Mr. Andy Cook, hanging out with us. Andy's married to his amazing wife of 20 years, Stephanie, and they have two awesome daughters, Kaylee and Carrington. And though Andy is the campus pastor of the Summit Oak Ridge location, he hasn't always been the campus pastor. In fact, he and Stephanie started attending the Summit uh, at our Oak Ridge location back in 2003. He then came on staff back in 2009 at our, at our Kernersville location as the serve pastor and host team director and eventually became the campus pastor at our very first multi-site location, which is in Oak Ridge. And Andy studied at Central Carolina and App State. And if anyone knows you, they know that you're passionate about camping, golf, the Panthers football, and all things Wake Forest. What I love about Andy is that what you see on stage at church or what you see on Sundays in the lobby is exactly the same person that you are all week long. Uh, He's someone that thinks strategically. He's not afraid of hard work. And he leads a team of people that feel like a family. And uh, he's also genuinely passionate about helping people take their next steps towards Jesus. I also love that Andy and his wife for many years have um, not only kind of led our church, but have served as small group leaders and even served as small group leaders in our Impact High School ministry as well. And so, Andy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me and thanks for the kind words. I appreciate it
0: so that's what people may or may not already know about you i want them to hear one thing that they don't know about you yet and and i had a few things that i suggested <laughs> you you wanted to go with this one go ahead and tell them which
1: one did i decide to go with playing drums or mm, was it that was a dj that you well i guess you get two <laughs> DJ. Yes I I was a mobile DJ for about 13 years of my life and um, started when I was a teenager did a lot of 13 year old birthday parties which will wear you out pretty (laughs) quick Um, but this was back in the day of CDs and cassettes so I'm dating myself here and uh, DJing is much easier now than what it used to be that's for sure and much less expensive.
0: So, for some of the people listening to this, I made you need you to describe what a cassette is. <laughs>
1: just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. You got to go- YouTube it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you ever miss being a DJ?
1: Yeah, actually, I do. I miss like when I go to weddings and do weddings now and stay for that part. Um, yeah. If they're a bad DJ, I want to just kind of you know push, push them out of the way and be like. <laughs> Hey, just let me take over for a second.
0: Let me go get my CD rig in the car. <laughs> I'll be right <frightened. laughs> Yeah. So, so I I did not ask you to prepare for this, but I think one great quality about every good like wedding DJ is that they can get people on the dance floor. Mm. Can you think of one song that you're like this was my go-to and it may or may not be
1: correct to say it on this podcast (laughs) well (laughs) there's definitely different crowds let's say that so for the 13 year old birthday parties we'll say that it's not appropriate for this (laughs) podcast um but back in the day that was always probably the electric slide or some type of line dance that would allow people to go out and kind of break the ice okay and then then keep going nice yeah nice all right definitely date myself with that right how many people do the electric slide now
0: uh, I went to a wedding a week or two ago and they still did the electric slide. Okay, there you go. And I'm not going to lie, I did the electric slide.
1: Yes, you did because it's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it today. The conversation today is about reading your Bible. I know this is something that you care about for yourself. It's something you care about for your staff and it's something you care about for those that you lead. And um, I said in the beginning that uh, our group leaders, I know some of them just struggle with this themselves, but they also struggle with coaching other people on how to do it. And it feels like a, a very personal thing. So we've got a few questions here and we're just going to call them conversation starters. I'm going to fire them out and then let you just kind of run with your, okay. your take on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one. How do I start reading the Bible? It sounds like very elementary, but how do you how do you approach it?
1: Yeah, uh, I think for people who maybe are just getting started, and you pick up this large book that has lots of small words, thin pages, but very thick book, it can be very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, where do you even begin? Um, and I think for people who set out to read the entire Bible from the beginning of the Bible all the way to the end, then they're probably going to hit a wall pretty quick. You may get yeah. through Exodus, but Lamentations, you're going to be like, oh, I don't know about this. If this is what it's required to be a Christian, mm, not sure. Yeah. So uh, I would definitely encourage people to start maybe with the Gospels. Um, the Gospel of John is a great place to start um, reading. Uh, maybe go into the Gospel of Luke. Uh, and then if you want to go back and kind of get some Old Testament, um, definitely go back and read Genesis so you can kind of see where everything started. Yeah. Uh, maybe read Exodus, kind of uh, get to learn a little bit more about God's people from the beginning um, and they, even the fall of God's people. Uh, I think it's important for us to understand uh, kind of where we've came from um, so that we know kind of the history of what we believe. Yeah. Um, Definitely get into maybe Psalms, um, reading some of the poetry there. Uh, it's very encouraging to read that. Proverbs is a g- great place if you just want to read one proverb a, d- a day. Um, but that would be where I would start, probably in the Gospels. I love that. I love because the the Gospels
0: is, you know, if you don't know, it's Ma- you know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's um, it's it's all these guys that hung out with Jesus, mm-hmm. and so if you really want to get to know Jesus. Don't just grab the whole Bible. Yeah, you'll get there uh, eventually. You're going to hear some other stories that don't even involve him yet, mm-hmm. uh, directly. But the, the gospels that, that's where you get. Yeah, I hung out with Jesus and this is what it was like. This is the get to know Jesus books. Very so, true. Very love true. That. Uh, and I think in our notes, we kind of prepared for this conversation back and forth and you wrote down an acronym.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, as you read the Bible, um, it's important to kind of have, um, Maybe some goals in mind, maybe some tools that will help you as you're reading. Um, And one of the acronyms that we've both heard uh, said is this Mm -hmm. acronym of SPACE, S-P-A-C-E. Yeah. And uh, I'll just go through them really quick, and we can kind of come back and explain uh, what they mean. But S stands for Scripture. P is for Principle. A is for Action. C is for change, and E is actually for encouragement. Mm-hmm. So if we kind of go back and kind of look at each of these, uh, S standing for Scripture means that if you're going to read your Bible, you might want to actually open the Bible and read the Bible, <laughs> get into the Scripture. Um, I yeah. think it's really important when you read the Bible um, to always read the Bible in context um, of the way it was written. There's the then and there versus the here and now. Uh, mm-hmm. And you need to read the Bible with that sort of context. And some great ways to really understand the context better uh, is to ask yourself who, what, when, and why. Who, what, when, and why. So when I read, I'm thinking, okay, who was the author uh, of this book? And most likely your Bible will tell you the author at the beginning uh, of the book yeah. that you're reading. So who is the author? Um what is the literary form? Um, it's definitely important to understand that there are different literary forms in the Bible. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Um, but is this poetry? Uh, is this an actual uh, recorded document of something that took place? Is yeah. this a letter? Yeah. Um, so, what is the literary form? So, what is the what? Uh, when was this particular book written? What was the time period? What was taking place during that time? Is this a season of peace mm-hmm. or is this possibly a season of war that was taking place? So, it's important to understand when that was before
0: after the cross that yes matters definitely
1: matters definitely matters um and then last uh why Uh, why was this particular book written as i said it may be a letter Uh, paul wrote lots of letters of the new testament and a lot of times paul was writing a letter to a a particular group of people to address maybe a, a problem or a situation that was happening there in the early church And he was writing the letter to address it. Mm -hmm. So S is for scripture. You definitely want to get into it, read it in context, the then and there versus the here and now. And then ask yourself who, what, when, and why. Mm -hmm. The P in space stands for principle. Um, Is there a principle that is transferable um, to me here today? Now, obviously, the Bible was written thousands of years ago, but is there a principle that maybe was true for them but also is true for me today because God we know is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. Um, And if there is a principle that either there was a commandment or there was something that Jesus just was trying to teach his followers at the time, then most likely that principle still applies to us today as his followers some 2000 years later. So P is for principle. Uh, A, uh, the third letter is for action. Um, what will I do with what I just read? (laughs) It's not enough for us just to have knowledge of Scripture. Uh, We must begin to apply it, to put it um, into action, make it applicable to our own lives, make it personal. Um, I heard it said years ago that uh, the point isn't to get all the way through the Bible, but to actually let the Bible get all the way through us. Oh, yeah. So this means, like, how are we applying what we read? So you and I know we're both married. Um, It's one thing to read God's Word and for him to explain, um, or for the uh, author of the book to explain, here's what love looks like and how we're supposed to treat our spouse. Yeah. But if we don't begin to apply that, then... That doesn't really work very well um, yeah. in our marriages. So we must begin to apply what we read. So that's A, action. Um, C stands for change. Um, are there things in my life that I need to adjust uh, as a Jesus follower? Um, do I need to take, um, the, take this, this word action and begin to apply it? And maybe that means that there's something in my life I need to begin to change. Um Because God loves us exactly for who we are, but he doesn't want us to stay there. So a lot of times following Jesus means that um, there's a part of our lives that maybe we need to change a little bit to begin to follow his principles, uh, to begin to put those things into action. So C is for change. And then last but not least, E is for encouragement. Um, there's so much encouragement in God's Word. Um, Is there a perspective shift that maybe I need to have today? We all know that there are hard things in our lives that we all face different challenges. Um, God's Word is full of promises. It's full of things that we can hold on to. Uh, a great example of this is John 16, 33. Um, Jesus says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But he says, take heart, I have overcome the world. See, I, I read that and I get encouraged because we all know that there are aspects of the life and the world that we live in There's challenges that we're going to face. It's There are tough things that we have to go through. And it's great to know that no matter what we face, that Jesus has already overcome those things. And he says, take heart, have peace. I've already overcome those things, that through Jesus, no matter what we face, that we can have peace through the situation. So E is definitely for encouragement. There's encouragement that we can find uh, in God's word. And I really Mm -hmm. think when you think about encouragement, This is where I think scripture memorization uh, can be very helpful for us. Um, We do have an enemy, and a lot of times he will use things that happen in our day um, to attack us, to attack our attitude, to change our perspective. And when we have scripture memorized, uh, those promises that God has made for us to give us peace, Mm -hmm. um, we can hold on to those throughout the day if we can go back and recall those the scripture um, for memorization—that's
0: so good, and it's it so true. Um, I mean, not everybody has the same backstory. I have a backstory of growing up in a Christian home. And I'm very grateful for that. And I have these memories of when I was in a youth group or I was at camp in the summer and it was biblically based. I had to memorize scripture. It was like a competition thing. Mm -hmm. And I was really just doing it so that I could win whatever prize was in front of me at the time. But that stuff stuck with me Mm -hmm. and it comes up at the right times. And even though I can't just pull from it any given moment right now, if you're asking me what does this verse say, um, it's incredible how God will pull that out of what's inside of you at just the right time for that need and if you never
1: (laughs) if you never put it in you you're never going to get it it's never just going to come out you know so true and i think what you said is important i think a lot of times when people think of scripture memorization it's oh i need to memorize the, the the book the chapter and the verse in order to be able to really memorize it like more than anything we need to know the principles of the verses um because those Mm -hmm. are the things that we want to hold on to that's the things that we want to build the foundation of our life around
0: yeah something else that that uh, just visual image as you're going through this acronym here, especially the the latter portion of the acronym, the the principle, that especially the action and the change and the encouragement, makes me think that we also just need to be careful about how we read our Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like how we sit in services on Sunday. This isn't for our neighbor; it's for us. Mm-hmm. It's for ourselves. And so, before you start reading your Bible and applying it to your neighbor, or attacking your wife with it, or your kids with it. Um, I, I once saw a pastor do this. He curled up his physical Bible like it looked like binoculars, and was looking at the crowd with it. He said, this is how a lot of us treat our Bible, like it's made for us to look at others and correct mm. them with, when in fact it should look like this, and he flattened and held it in front of his face like a mirror. Mm. He's like, it's just really a mirror of how God sees you. Mm. And it Unfortunately, sometimes it shows imperfections of where we fall short, but it also shows us like how God really views us and where the mark is.
1: Yeah, I think that's important. Uh, so when you pick up the Bible, maybe even starting in prayer, of God, show me what I need to see today. God, would you show me the principle that I need to begin to live out, to put into action? Is there change, God, that you want me to see as I'm reading? So, Holy Spirit, would you guide me, open my heart, open my mind to see what you want me to see as I'm reading today?
0: That's good. That's really good. Um, All right, another practical thing. When is the best time to read your Bible? Because growing up, I've heard There's this midnight oil thing, you know, where I'm I'm burning the midnight oil with my Bible, and then you also hear this, like people will will kind of brag about waking up early. And I Mm -hmm. get up early every morning. I start my cup of coffee and my Bible in hand, and both sound fantastic to me. Yeah. What's your perspective?
1: I definitely think uh, this is one of those things that's personal preference, Um, and I do think there are seasons of life that we all go through that can dictate when is the best time for you. So I would just say, try some different things, try some different times, see what works best for you, and just know that there's freedom in this and that what works right now may not be what works six months from now or six years from now. Yeah, um, There may be situations in the season of life you're in. Maybe you have young kids or maybe you're working a certain shift um, at work um, that will dictate that, the time of day where you really have the time to really get in and to have some uninterrupted time, um, to be able to spend in God's word. I, I definitely think for me, what has been helpful, um, is I do like to start my day, um, in that. And, I think for when people hear that though, they think, Oh, does that mean I need, need to get up like four hours earlier? <laughs> four A.M. Um, club. Yeah, the four AM club and and just read and meditate on God's word for two or three hours before. Light a candle. Gets up. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the whole thing. No one is saying that. Um in fact I would say start small, start with some obtainable goals, um, mm-hmm. when it comes to how long you read your Bible. Maybe it does mean that you set your alarm 30 minutes earlier because you know that once everyone else gets up in the house Mm -hmm. that you're probably going to be distracted. So maybe you do need to get up 30 minutes earlier, uh, read your Bible. Um, I know for me, as we were going through um, the talk earlier, for me, I like reading early in the morning because it allows me to come back to it throughout the day. Um, We were talking about memorizing scripture. If I write this acronym down when I'm reading and I go through that and I make notes about that, mm-hmm. I can come back to those notes throughout the day. Now, you can also do that if you do this at night. It just means that you're taking your notes from the previous day uh, yeah. and meditating throughout the day on that. Um, but I think just being led to know that whatever's works for you right now, um, that there is a lot of flexibility. So find something that works for you. And know that that may not always work, but for this season of life, just just go with it. Give it a yeah. shot. Try some different things.
0: So if you're listening to this and you've heard and you've had that big, audacious goal of reading through the Bible, hmm. and you started and you were hitting 10 chapters every day, and that lasted for a short season, and you stopped, don't beat yourself up about it. Um, it is so much better to choose quality over quantity, first hmm. of all. And to make sure what Andy said earlier is just make it attainable. Make it absolutely something you can do and feel good about it. Get some small wins under your belt and build from there. be way better to start with one chapter a day mm-hmm. or just even parts of a chapter sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and then build on that than to feel deflated because you couldn't do what you've heard someone else has done mm-hmm. before.
1: And I have found myself a lot of times I'll read maybe four or five verses and I'm like, okay. I got through that. Keep right on going. But if I'm being honest, there's times I've been like, I'm not really sure I understood that. Yeah. And I'll go back and read it again. Or I'll mm-hmm. go into the footnotes and I'll try to, okay, what was clearly in the context? Go back to yeah. the whole S, the, the scripture, the context of what I'm reading. And I try to ask those questions, not just consume verses, but mm-hmm. really have a better understanding of the verse and then how the application, the principle I need to apply Uh, to my own life so i think it's important to do that i also think if if you're a parent of young kids maybe scripture reading uh, is including them Uh, a lot of times you can maybe make this a nighttime routine before you put your kids to bed and uh, include them in uh, on the scripture reading find a bible that is maybe a children's bible um, that will allow you to to do this with your kids Um, if you have older kids I would definitely encourage you to let your kids see you read the Bible. Yeah. Um, This is one thing that my wife does so well. She is that early riser. So she she normally gets up uh, and plans for 20 to 30 minutes extra in the morning. And she is sitting in the same place in our house every single morning with her Bible, with her notebook, with her highlighter, with her pen. And she's reading every single morning. And our girls will always have that memory of their mother. Now, for myself, a lot of times I read once I get to the office, um, but she does such a fantastic job of modeling this for our girls. So definitely encourage this for your kids to help them find a, a Bible or a Bible plan yeah. where they can start this practice off early on.
0: That's good. I love that. And, yeah, they're going to have that memory forever. Also, if, if you heard Andy talking about, like, hey, I'd, I read, read these five verses, and I didn't really understand what they meant. And then you went down the searching and we lost you right there. We're going to come back to that. We're going to talk about some resources okay, yep. that that will supplement your yep. Bible reading. So if you've got a question mark, we're going to talk about that in, in just a, a second as well. In fact, let's just jump on into it. What, okay. are, what are some great... What are some great resources that we can supplement our Bible reading with? Cause there's the word of God is powerful and it's active and it's alive just as much as it was then as
1: it is today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, sometimes we just don't understand it. It's So true. Um, sometimes I don't understand it. Um, I would definitely suggest, and you're a pastor, and I'm a pastor. Yes. I would definitely suggest if you don't have a great study Bible, find one, um, there are so many fantastic study Bibles out there. And what I mean by that is like, it's going to have lots of notes at the bottom or at the top or somewhere in the margins about what you're reading verse by verse. Yeah, So it can help you have a better understanding of, okay, here's what was actually meant by this particular verse. Yep. It will help you understand the context, the better, the who, the what, the when and the why yep. of why this was written. Um, It also will reference other scripture a lot of times. So you may be reading a particular verse in John, and it may say, hey, reference Romans. Or you may be reading Romans, and it'll say, reference one of the Gospels. And because there may be a piece of what you're reading, that if you go back and read it in a different chapter, you can see the similarities of the two coming from maybe two different authors, um, which I really believe helps us to know that scripture is true. Yeah, It validates what we're reading. So get a great study Bible. Um, there are different uh, interpretations of the Bible. So I would definitely encourage people to find one that works for you. Uh, try to find one that stays as true as possible um, to Scripture, to the original text. Um, but it's important uh, to find something that you understand. If you're If you're reading it and you don't understand it, uh, a lot of times when, when I hear people say that, they're reading like the King James version. Yeah. Uh, and that, nece- that isn't necessarily a translation that we would walk around using today yeah. in our time. So find something that makes sense to you. Um, maybe the message, uh, NIV version, um, uh, the new living translation uh, is great. So yeah. definitely find a translation that works for you and get yourself a great study Bible.
0: Yeah, and, um, I, I have found myself doing something. I've, I've tried to go back to reading more of my physical Bible mm-hmm. just because I like being able to, to write it in the notes mm-hmm. there. And I know there's digital things to do that to but maybe it's a little bit of nostalgia for me and also i want my kids to have something down the road someday mm-hmm. and see what dad was learning along the way um but in addition to my physical bible reading what i'll often do is pull up um, one of the resources that i like which is bible gateway mm-hmm. and man you can do so much in there i i could can't scratch the surface in even our conversation day but one of the things i love doing is just pulling up the exact um you know, that that passage that I'm looking at in a different version that I appreciate. And then there's also a parallel button to the left there and you can pull up another version mm-hmm. right next to that that is paralleling it in a different version. So I like having the version that I read with and another one that I really respect on the left and then another one like like the message that that mm-hmm. is probably one of the most basic kind of paraphrasing down so I can really hear it in a modern day poetic version as mm-hmm. well. And uh and I find that sometimes just going back and forth those different versions expands it for me
1: as well. Yeah, and that resource you're talking about is a website just yes. to make sure everybody- Everyone understands that you Thank can go you. and you can read all the different translations. Um, and I, I do think it's important to do that from time to time, especially if you're reading something and you're like, I'm not really sure I understand this. Yeah. Um, dig a little deeper. Yeah.
0: And I, I, did you grow up with the KJV? I did. You did. So yes. I grew up with KJV, which is the, the king's king james version Mm -hmm. and uh and i didn't have a problem with it i learned it but it took a long time to really get comfortable reading with that version and um i will i will say this when it comes to versions don't get too hung up on it Mm -hmm. because one day you may have kids and you're going to want them to read it's going to be way more important for them to read God's Word and to understand things like the principle, the action, the change mm-hmm. that that we want to see in their life. And it's going to be way more important that they actually understand what they're reading than getting hung up on one particular version. Yes,
1: yes. so true. Um, some other great resources for you. Maybe um, right now you're in a season where you just feel like you can't physically – pick up a physical Bible and read. There are so many great apps um, that you can read the Bible on. One of those, just one, is called the Bible app. Love it. Uh, You can download it on your phone. Um, They have fantastic uh, reading guides that you can do, Mm -hmm. um, devotionals that you can do. You can set it up to where it's going to actually push it to your phone. Uh, You can set a reminder for a certain part of the day. Um, and you can actually consume this like through your car, um, yeah. through your Bluetooth or through your headphones or just while you're driving to work. Take those 20 minutes or take those 10 minutes and use them uh, wisely as just reading God's word or listening to God's word. Um, yeah. you, you can, can set also, up accountability in there, you too. Can, you so can, you also can make it public it with, or share it with friends. Yep, You can do it with friends. And this is a great thing to do, um, because when you know someone's going to text you and say, hey what did you get from that today? Yeah. Then you're a little bit more likely uh, to read it on, yeah. on an ongoing basis. Um, there are also great videos I mean, so many great videos You and I have talked about this before There's great things that you can watch with your kids Yes um, There's also the Bible Project Which is probably one of our favorites um, Yeah, I love it It is so, so good um, you can, can, you, just, can you talk about that real quick? Yeah, you can just get on their website And uh, you can actually You can pick topics that you want to kind of dive into um, You yep. can,
0: pick, And it's all over YouTube, by the way
1: Yeah, it's all over YouTube it's gonna if you want to have a better understanding of how to read your Bible or um, maybe the context of a particular um book in the Bible, yeah you can go there and just google that or just search that particular book, yeah. And it's going to help you really understand. It brings it to life, uh, in my opinion. So that's called The Bible Project. Just a great, great uh, resource available. Uh, if you are more into watching series on TV, um, the last couple of years, there's been a great, great series that come out called The Chosen. Um, fantastic. It really brings the Bible to life mm-hmm. for you to understand the stories and the, and the principles uh, in yep. there. So that's a great resource as well. And then um, I would definitely encourage you as you get into this, um, maybe find a good uh, study guide uh, for reading the Bible. Um, there are lots of them out there. Um, you and I have talked about this before. One that I did years ago that I've actually come back to now um, is called Experiencing God. You can get on Amazon and order a copy of that and uh, it will... It will take you through a topic and some verses. it uh, yeah. take you about 15 to 20 minutes to probably do a study per day. Uh, but it is a great, great resource. There are some others I know you had mentioned that you've heard about. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the one? And oh, that,
0: that one that you mentioned, Henry, that's by Henry and Mike Blackaby. Mike Blackaby, right? yes. Um, that's Experiencing God. The one that, that I've been getting into lately, a uh, friend of mine, Justin, shout out to you, man, uh, bought me this journal. It's called a Kairos mm-hmm. Journal. And uh, it essentially, each day you have... Which you'll appreciate this. It's got, Hey, that for this week, we're trying to memorize this piece of scripture. And so write a verse out and I'll physically write it out again and again and again every day for seven days, you know? Um, then it's got a section for praise because man, what, what a great perspective going into your day or into your Bible reading of, I mean, just being really grateful and having that posture towards mm-hmm. God of things that you're grateful for. And some days that'll, that'll look like r- really big and, and then other days it's like, man, I'm grateful for coffee,
1: you know, it's <laughs> yes. but it really That's every day,
0: but it's like, it kind of reframes it back to God. Um, Then it's got a, a Bible passage that you're choosing to read and what you, you know, what you learn from that section. And then below it's that application part, like, okay, this is what I learned and I got to write it down, but I'm, this is how it actually hits me. And this is, this is where my action step is. And this is where it's me for me to step up and to be bold and actually live out what the Bible looks
1: like. Yeah. Well, I would definitely suggest, even if you don't get a study guide, um, those are some great ones to start with. um, Definitely get a journal. Yes. um, Even if it's just a notepad that you keep with your Bible Mm -hmm. um, for a place for you to either write out the acronym space uh, and go through those or um, write out like prayers that you have been praying about um, I guarantee you you will come back to your notes months or years down the road and you will be surprised how you've seen God move in powerful ways absolutely your journal I've seen it time and time and time again and in, in referring to journaling,
0: sometimes it can feel daunting. If you just sit down and have a blank canvas and you're like, okay, how do I fill this thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would encourage even something to do with time that someone challenged me on. And it was amazing what happened. I, I read a small portion of scripture. I prayed about it and said, God, I want you to speak in this moment and I'm going to set a five minute timer on my mm. phone and I have to write until it's done. And, and the shift that went from just, okay, just expecting myself to journal for however long to I've got five minutes and I just asked God to talk to me and I'm Mm -hmm. clearing my mind. It was incredible what came out in in the application part of it. That is so great. That just came out of nowhere. And everyone that's tried that, that I've shared it with is like, okay. So it was more about just being still and literally saying, God, will you help me with this?
1: Yeah. So, so good. I would definitely also encourage you when you're when you're reading to maybe have a highlighter, a highlighter or a pen yeah. um, if you're not journaling to write in the margins of your bible yeah um, ink it you, up yeah ink it up don't don't feel like oh it's it, it's holy but don't feel like you can't write in your bible yeah. it's your bible yeah um it'll be a great resource when you go back and read a chapter yeah. again later in your life to see what god spoke to you years ago oh, or yeah. months ago. Uh, it just be a great reminder for you.
0: Yeah, I've even started putting de- the date next mm. to my notes. That's good because it, it's it's crazy how the the Bible one is so active and so alive that one verse will mean one thing to you in one season, and God uses it a completely different perspective in the next season. I want to I want to go back and see what He said then, and wow, He said something completely different now. And he, that's just our God. That's part of the being amazed by Him. So fantastic. So, Andy thank you Mm -hmm. this was really practical really good and if you're listening to this man i hope i hope this encourages you um go back rewind listen to that space acronym and if you do anything um man just start just get started start it and and do it in bite-sized doses Mm -hmm. right, that's great thanks for having me absolutely